Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 959, holy crap edition of Fool Wrestling Radio Live. We are holy five minutes removed from Kyle Snyder losing his quarterfinal match. And he is going to be in an absolute war. I mean, he's going to be praying for Sajalayev to lose um, for a shot to medal. Ben, your thoughts watching Kyle's yeah. match? Yeah, man, now. that was, uh, it was, it was very bad. I actually, you know what? I had even pre-planned coming on the show, guys. And, um, you know, I was, I was going to party on you guys a little bit. I don't know if Tyler's got the clip ready or not, but I suggested that America could win Worlds last Thursday, and you did. You said, come on, dog. And then we were up by 40 points, and I was in uh, such a great mood, and I was going to party on YouTube this morning. We, so, Who's going to be first? And then Kyle just got whooped, and I'm like, oh, man. They don't count. Yeah, they count. Yeah, wait. They don't wait. count. Okay. Well, no, play, play the come on, dog part. That's we'll, my, we'll that's my one. Come on, dog. If, uh, so I made, the, if you're watching this live, I made the team, the title of this video, USA is about to win Worlds. It really oh, JD, you jinxed us. Both You're worse than Drake. We still could. We still could. We're still in the lead, but it's a thing now. Uh, legitimately, it might not win now when it felt like winning was inevitable Yeah. Um, just 30 minutes ago. Yeah. Well, you guys know what would help us immensely right now. What? Is if the guy who beat Kyle Snyder could beat that guy. Kyle gets put back in the race, but Iran gets eliminated from any wrestle back. And Russia is in the wrestleback. Also, if that can happen, that I mean, that is like three diff- three things that all happen at once that are huge for a team points race. And you know, I, I would have to do the math. I don't think it's would be beneficial to us. But so Nick Lee lost to Amasad of Iran. Yep. And <laughs> if Amasad gets knocked out and doesn't score any more points, Nick Lee is also knocked out. But I. Iran might not be able to score as many points. I don't know. Yeah. So, but, but then Amazon's Russia, pump. I'm counting Russia. Forget you guys. I'm counting Russia. But if 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 Khalili beats Musakayev, then Russia's knocked out and Nick Lee's back in the wrestle-offs. Yes. So that's positive, too. Yeah. And Nick I, Lee just wrestled really, he wrestled really well. He lost 7-4, big 4-point throw at the end. And this is, honestly, this is a problem with international wrestling. If you wrestle these dudes too hard, they're so tired and they got to turn around and wrestle. 30 minutes later, and that's actually Sadio Live just had a war. I haven't yeah. watched the whole thing yet because I got annoyed after the Snyder match. Snyder's got one easy. He's feeling froggy. He's he's ready to jump. Uh, he might go get Sadio Live because Sadio Live's so tired. Ah, you never know. Um, it's possible for sure. I mean, Sadio Live yeah. has looked vulnerable, but there's a lot of times Sadio Live's looked vulnerable, and then he just. I mean, if he's gonna this win, is vulnerable though. Four four. There was talk this morning about oh he only won four to two all this. He was not trying in those first two matches, and then it was well, like that, I need yeah. to go win, and then he just boom. I think it was technically pin actually. Yeah, he pinned him. Not four four. That he won by bite pin. CF guy. He had a. I remember we watched his match on this show at Russian Nationals against Bite CF a few years back, and it was mm-hmm. a competitive match. Yes. Yeah. Um. But no, I mean it, it was. It looked over for Sajalayev. He looked like he was about to lose and that there was going to be a scenario where either Kyle Snyder or Sajalayev didn't even place. Um, Crazy. And now he he gets pulled. He he p- snatched defeat from the jaws of victory, or, or victory from the jaws of defeat, rather. 
Um, and it really, he looked tired, but kind of a heart of a champion thing, making it happen. And also, hold on, Golage blows matches like crazy. Sa- Snyder was dead <laughs> yes. to rights in Oslo. If we, I don't know which match was blown worse, honestly. The Snyder one might have been Snyder one was worse. This dude, late in matches, winning, just can't cannot close the deal against these the greats. Yeah. And and for sure Snyder's great, obviously, so is Sajalaya, but man, he had oh it gosh. won. The Snyder one was worse because he messed up and shot on Kyle and Kyle just threw him past yeah. out of bounds. This one, it was like, well, Sajalaya just Bro. forced me here. Yeah, he just kinda is, I'm got, I got 43 seconds left in the match. But just—he's pretty much controlled this whole match. I mean, whole since match. I've had the leg attack, but he's pushing Sedge alive around all over the place. Well, it's about to get crazy. They're both so Uh-oh. tired. I'm ready to watch. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but man, before before today, it was we we were killing. America was killing it. We were doing a great job. We're wrestling really well. Uh, you know, above expectations, I would say. Um, Thing, and then today was maybe not so great. It's so. Uh, I, I would oh, say this though. But, oh, one Kyle man. Snyder light. Some person. One Kyle Snyder loss is tough, but USA as a whole has wrestled tremendous. I've thought. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's looked good. I, I mean, you know, Zane we knew was in a, a tough spot. I, I would chance. I thought could have done could would do better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and he was in that match to win. I thought there were some. Potential takedowns that weren't called takedowns and step outs and well, yeah. But the you, edge if garbage. you get taken, if you get taken down and gutted twice to start the match, it's yeah. That's a long road back again for for anyone. Yes. Uh, okay. Okay, but yeah, Team USA has done well uh, by and large, and it's going to be a, a huge bummer if Snyder doesn't medal, and it, it looks that way. And you know, even if. <laughs> To, to medal, he's going to have to beat Sajalayev, you know? Yes. Uh, so it, it's going to be uphill either way for him to do it. Well, I don't know if you felt it, if you guys ever felt this way, but sometimes, um, like when you go through some battles uh, and, and you maybe haven't been battling as much lately, the next day you wake up and you feel like, Ugh. So maybe, maybe Sajalayev will wake up feeling like that tomorrow in the bronze medal match and uh, Kyle will get him. Maybe so. Maybe so. I mean, he's looked beatable, right? Like, mm-hmm. yes. But man, him getting countered three times for ten points is is concerning. When that's uh, one of the ways Sajalai has been able to beat him by counter scoring yeah. off his leg attacks. And yes, big time. I, I don't. Know I feel we, like. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, we're playing. We're playing uh, Monday morning quarterback here with Kyle Snyder, but some of these guys, especially when he's so such a veteran, why? He's like being too aggressive too early. Like just put some put some pressure on the dudes. Wait a little bit. You know, if they're dangerous, they're they're almost always way less dangerous in the second period as long as you can, you know, put some heat on them. Well, all right, here's here's my read. The the first shot was just a normal leg attack, which he should be taking against guys. Like I don't think there. he should not shoot in the first period. It's not Sajalayev. And he gets forward. And then I feel like he was still kind of chilling. He was like working for a step out, and then he got countered for that Wizard. Ex- extra two, right? And yes. then at that, that point, was almost four, also actually. Yeah, it was originally called one. When you're down six zero, you can't play that game anymore. And really, it was just it wasn't like he was spam shooting. He took one and got down four, and then 
I don't think he was forcing the issue when he gave up the second mm. two. Uh, he definitely rushed that one. It felt like, oh my god, I got to You know, he because at that point he does. He's got to go get four takedowns, right? Yeah, um, six, six zero. He's got to get four. It felt like that one was rushed. You know, it's like fifteen seconds of the period or twenty, and he said, "I need you to get a takedown before the end of the period." Something so here's where here's where what makes ninety seven now so potentially interesting. Of course, that the 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 rest of the tournament has to play out yet. But what you could assume is going to happen is that Sajulai is going to make the finals, eliminating Kyle. We are not qualified for the weight. Kyle doesn't medal, and he is in the. He's in the field at the Olympic trials instead of in the yeah. uh, sitting out, right? Which yeah. is not something we thought would be a thing. I mean, the, Mason Paris is going to be sitting out and p- probably not Kyle Snyder. Like, that is just something. If I said that to you two weeks ago, it would be like, what are you talking yeah. about? What are you talking yeah. about? And now that's that's reality because, one, we've got the the way the brackets were drawn, Sedgelive, Snyder, same side, which was not known going into it. And yep. two, this this unpredictable upset um, by Bahrain. Tasmudinov, is that how we're saying it, J.D.? Uh, I call him the Tasmanian Devil. Tasmanian Devilov uh, from Bahrain. So not a good situation. Let's talk well, about... And he is from Russia. Of course. Transferred Dagestan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you mean he's not from Bahrain? <laughs> J.D., you're, you're breaking my brain here. So uh, very, very... Uh, kind of, I, I was not planning to talk much about this other than like, yes, yeah, the plan for this show, we're talking about, hey, coming up, we got Snyder Lyev, part whatever. We've got Dake Sitikoff. It's going to be an e- e- epic round. Now it's like, all right, well, hold on. What do we talk about? Let's get to. It really was a huge pause moment. Yeah, it's like, wait, all right, this kind of changes the show. But I think we should get back to the greatness we saw yesterday. I mean, an incredible day yesterday for, for Team USA. We go four for four in the medal round, three golds and a bronze. We qualify 125, all kinds of great stuff. David Taylor beats beats Yazdani again. Ben Askren, where do you want to go? Uh, I My favorite topic will be starting at Vito. That weight class is fun. The other guy's fun to watch wrestle also, and that final was a lot of fun to watch wrestle. Uh, if we're 61 gonna, is lights I mean, out. 61, I mean, that final, It's we're not talking about it as much because Vito won. If he had yeah. lost that match, the amount of analysis we would be going into about how bad some of those calls were, how egregious that caution in one was at the end, p- yeah. pitiful, pitiful officiating there. Um, really bad. But v- and it, may- it made me think, like, yo, Vito could have beat him by, like, six, seven points very reasonably. Yeah. Just with the well, okay. rescoring So that on that match. second one, Christian, let's talk about the second one, though. Not the first exchange. But mm-hmm. the second one where Vito challenges, On the edge. was it that he hit out? Is that what they're – because obviously they don't give you an explanation. Uh, was that he hit on the edge and that's why they're saying he couldn't roll, roll him through? What were they saying? Well, they do give an explanation. It's not always easy to hear on the broadcast, but they do say yeah, why. Um, I, I don't know. I, I It seemed pretty clear. It was sort of a weird grip on the crotch lift, but it seemed like the mechanism for it was – Basically, two. They're letting him wrestle it out. It looked like a pretty obvious two for Vito to me. So I don't know what they yeah. call the what the. You know what I'm saying? Though sometimes if you like if you hit out, you can't. There's no action by that person after that. So that was the only possible thing that I could think of why you know why they wouldn't have gave that points. Yeah, but why would I mean they were both kind of out in, in that case because they gave they gave two to to Abiskazi. Correct. Yeah. So lots of times. Um, 
say like I double legged you or something, right? And your butt or your back hits out, and then you roll me through that you you're not allowed to score. Right. Right. Yeah. So but that's the only thing I was thinking. Other than that, like I have no idea why it wasn't called points. Yeah, I don't either. And um, I didn't think the opening sequence was like terribly called. I thought those were mostly his points, and that's what they sort of agreed. But I thought he could have got more. Um, I agree. Out of that, but the the ending sequence with the caution and one was so so bad. Uh, but it does not matter. He beat Abiskazi, and it's so crazy. It's it's so, 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 such a bummer. How great Vito, how great Zayn looked, and now it's like, all right, now starve. Like you got to go down. It's gonna be really oh, really tough. Now starve. I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, that like they they have to go so out of their outside or outside of yeah. their ideal weight class. Um, but man, if Vito can figure it out, if Zane can figure it out down the way, they're gonna be so tough to beat at the trials. But Zane looks so big. He, I thought he looked especially big. He's so filled out. I mean, he he's gotten significantly bigger from like a year ago and even two years ago. Um, it, it's gonna be a tough tough pull down for him. But yes. at the end of it, he he was clearly the number one guy in the world. He, I felt like for. Zane's match against Yazdani, he was he was so in control. Like he actually, I feel like he could have even won bigger if he like wanted to push the issue. Like oh, yeah. more, he left some points out there in the name of. And this is one thing I saw throughout his tournament. Like he played everything so smart tactically. Like his he's obviously gotten more skillful, but tactically he's I feel like yes. he's jumped a level for sure. Like very very smart wrestler. In in addition to being so physical, really good skills. Like. His leg attacks were really consistent. He's finishing well. He's really good in the scrambles, freestyle scrambles. He's improved a lot. I thought 100%. It's, it's been incredible improvement from from Zane Rutherford. He's, um, and you know now he's he's starting to see the kind of success he saw collegiately too. Where, yeah. um, he's a dominator, right? Yes, yeah, great 100%. performance by him. And then David Morris Taylor, he does it again. Um, not, I mean, he pins. Yazdani for the second time in his career. How how incredible is that? He's now Tremendous. five and one against Yazdani. He's a four time world and Olympic champ, uh, and he he put it out there. He said, "I'm the most dominant wrestler ever." Um, Is he wrestler or American what, wrestler? I don't know if he said American. Um, it could have been what he meant, but what what what? Yeah. Here's my challenge. For yeah, it's, I mean it's a great, it's a great argument. Um, to be the most dominant ever, uh, and I'm not educated enough. We couldn't watch international wrestling until very recently, right? So I didn't get to watch a lot of these guys run through their primes. Um, you know, obviously, Sedgulayev prior to this year, like he barely ever gets scored on. He doesn't win in the same way that David does, but I, I would venture to call it dominant. Um, and then, like I said, going back historically, I, I can't speak for all these guys because we didn't get to watch them at all. Yeah, we unfortunately don't have a, a lot. Well, I think a, an interesting starting point is this. Okay. It, is, it is certainly debatable, if not likely, that Sag Live is the greatest living wrestler we've ever seen, right? That's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. he, could, he could be the greatest of all time, any weight, anything, ever. Um, his last, since 2018, which is kind of like when, we're, when David's prime kind of started or when he got going, Sag Live is 62-0. and 0, uh, with 29 stoppages, so 19 techs, nine uh, or 20, 28 techs, and one pin. Yeah. 
So 29 stoppages. David Taylor, 65-1. and one, So he's got the one loss in there to Yazdani, who he's 5-1 and one against. And it, that guy is an Olympic champion. This he is has, since 2018, you said? Obviously, 20, since David 2018. The first team? Okay. 2018. And he has 45 stoppages. 13 pins and 32 techs during that time. And, of course, both guys have a, a, a handful of 8-0s and 6-0s. More than a handful. Yeah, a yeah. lot of just otherwise dominant wins. So, I mean... The other obvious here, though, Christian, if we're going to just go just before you even say this next thing is takedowns used to be a point. You know how hard it used to be to text someone via takedowns? Yeah. So, I mean, that's a totally different game for sure. Yeah, there's there's so many variables. One, we don't have stats. Yeah. Two, we don't, you know, uh, that's the main variable right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> but that, and that's, wh- that's why Sagula- anchoring to Sag Live is a fair, is like, Helpful because they wrestled in the same era. Era, their careers are actually other than the fact that David didn't make it a team till a little later in his career than Sage Live, who's been on the team since he was quote eighteen years old. Um, they both have like a loss to a legend that is basically a total aberration in their career, and they've otherwise dominated that person. Like Yazdani did get the one, but. David's dominated him otherwise. Snyder did get the one, but it's been Sag Live ever since. And, you know, he's been similarly dominant, um, or more dominant, you know, than Sag Live from a scoring perspective. It's it's a real argument. And if he runs through well, 2024, um, yeah, this, this era is... I mean, the, but hold Davis. on. The other, uh, I mean, obviously, I would love to crown David also, but if, if we're being fair, if we're going to be fair here... Um, you know, David graduated college in 2014, 13 or 14, 14, 14, 13, 14. And, you know, his, his domestic record versus Jaden and Kyle is not really all that great. And Sedgelaev doesn't have that, you know, like, I, I feel like that kind of maybe has to count for something if we're going to talk about their full international career. And I was going to say, too, if so... I'm not 100% sure off the top of my head on the age difference between Jordan and David, but if you don't include Jordan or David's first couple of years, you shouldn't include Burroughs' last couple of years. <laughs> no, yeah, no, that's that I'm for sure. I think you just look for a several-year era that you can compare. Jordan started 69-0. and He was dominant, as Ben has pointed out. A lot of it, you know, 11, yeah. 12 were both um, ball draw the two out of three period era. Yep. It was only 2013. So he had he ran from 11 to 13 and won. 14, he had the the Sargouche loss. 15 back on yep. top. So the, really that 11 through 13 era you can look at, and Burroughs was incredibly active. Like we're, That was like, he won six, his first 69 matches, and that was in like three years. right? So he was wrestling a ton, whereas Sajulayev and now David especially have well both pretty similarly have not wrestled a ton right yeah. the last two or three years. Just include like Sedikov's uh, like PWL matches. He did a couple of those. Sedge Live. Yeah. Um, it was like two or three, but the, it's so, all so yeah. Not much, it's all but, in there. Um, yeah. Um, and, okay. One more one more argument in, in here. Um, and this is a. I almost feel like a dick bringing this one up. 86 just hasn't been that good. That's what and I was you could say. say you could say Yazdani and Taylor are just that much better. Fine, right? But 
David has harder matches domestically. He has hard, really hard matches against Aaron Brooks. He had tough matches against the Heat Valencia. Um, he's had relatively close domestic matches, more so than most of these international matches. I mean, honestly, the first couple of David Taylor matches, I don't really want to watch him. I don't need to because he's going to beat him 10 0 or pin him. It's like, it's going to be like that, you know? Like these guys just aren't very good. He's going to kill him. Whereas domestically, he has hard matches. Yeah, I I would say Sagalias had some tough matches domestically too. He hasn't. I, if you're going to say close yeah. wins, well, Sagalias has plenty of those domestically. The, uh, I guess I wasn't. I wasn't I mean, even. And you have I, to go no, back to- I wasn't even comparing Sagalias and David Taylor in that essence. I was just saying. I was saying actually how weak the field is internationally in '86 with 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 only one American in there because it feels like the Americans could be I don't know, like three through six like if you put Zahid in that bracket and you put Aaron Brooks in that bracket like we could have a few other world medals there yeah I don't I just don't ding David for that because that is the world well, um, why not it's it's it be, seems like a fair argument because he does have to beat because if the third through six guys are all in your country that's actually then yeah. you have to you have to surpass those guys and stay ahead of them it's also and this is in, talking also about uh you know like Jordan and other American greats, 74 kg is a much harder international weight class than 86. Yeah. I think that is undeniable. 80, yeah. And 86 is weird, and that's why I said maybe it's just that David and Yazdan are that much better, but it feels like 97 is really good also. You know what I'm saying? Like when you look at 97, it looks like there's kind of, you know, Galage is really competitive most years, and then there's been a few other guys that have been in and out of there that have been like, uh, what was Ezra Janney's name a few years back? That was really Sharifov, tough. that beat Kyle. I mean, he's a literal Olympic champion. And Kale. What was his name? And Kale, too. Sharifov. Uh-huh. Sharifov, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. It feels like, for whatever reason, 86 hasn't been that great. But also, it just could be because David and, and Yazdani are that much better than everyone. Maybe that's the case. And dominance, too, is also partially subjective. Do you care yes. more about not losing, not giving up points, or do you care more about... You know, early termination pins, text. I mean, David often cares about both, and people don't score on him, and he pins them and texts yeah, them. Not all that much. Um, no good. So, I, I get what you're saying, but there's a lot of. I was looking through David's entire ledgers, like tons of eight O's and ten O's and twelve twos in there. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't ding David for Dake. Uh, in 2016 and beyond and before, I don't ding him even for really j- losing to Jaden. He won one match and then lost two. Why not controversial? Ding. Hmm. Why not ding? I, I mean, I'm not dinging him in in the sense that we're looking from 2018 on. Like since he's been making teams, it's like you're just kind of comparing. Wait, well, why why did you make that era? Why did you just choose 2018? They, they don't care about Jordan's past four years. I'm not. I'm not saying he's better than Jordan. I'm never. I'm not. I hate ta- to go talk. Let's talk about the worlds. Can we save this for next week? Sure. Yeah, I'm not talking okay. about Jordan. I mean, I'm. Yeah, I'm not. Jordan. I want to talk about. I got another topic, Christian. You'll love this. Okay. How much fun was uh, actually? You know, I said this about a few weight classes. Fifty-seven was a lot of fun too. Um, and listen, we might have we might have to go kidnap him. Um, don't tell anyone, <laughs> guys. But you know, I I think the three of us could do it. He's not that big. He's fifty-seven kilograms. He's a big fifty-seven. Three though. of us could. We could probably kidnap him. I'm thinking we can bring him back to America, put him in USA singlet. Meechik's comeback against uh, Ugeev was that was freaking awesome. awesome. Incredible, incredible. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, 
We could kidnap him all we wanted. He paid the one-time transfer fee, and then one time means one time. Uh, it's highly un- it's it's unfortunate. Uh, it would be nice if he was. Y'all should have seen how hard Patriot CP was rooting for him. I'm rooting hard. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, He's of, American. Of course, he of course I want him to win. Of course I want him to win. Um, but man, it's it, I have a hard time watching that and not feeling like he would have made our team, and that he would be representing us and this weight would be qualified and wrestling in the finals that would be that would be good for team USA I'm not yes not vilifying anyone's decision but it is objectively true that he looks like the best 57 kilogram in America right now and uh, he probably yeah. would have been on the team yeah I and mean, he he had a it wasn't even like sir like Seabass for example like if you say if I give Nick Lee Seabass a spot, I think Nick Lee's in the same spot Seabass is right now. Agree. But Michik, I mean, he had a path. He had Abdulayev, who's tough. Yugeyev was a battle. Then he beat uh, Ab- Abakar. Abak- uh, what's his damn name? I don't know. But he Abakar. beat him. That's the guy that beat Thomas. Bro, he, he beat he beat the world champion last year and then the Olympic champion back to back. And Abdulayev at the Olympics had Agoyev beat. Agoyev was yes. done, and then Agoyev gets the last second inside trip and beats him. Like, that guy uh, is so yeah. good. King of Serbia. He should petition to get the Olympics moved to Serbia. Bro, he, I mean, he's. <laughs> which, if, which, if the Russians want to be in, they might need to do. They might need to. He. A <laughs> little late for that. You can't switch uh, Olympics like you can Worlds. So. It cannot be overstated what a run this was for Stevan and how even oh, as, yeah. as great, as, you know, Stevan is a world medalist and he's good, but. Th- there is no way anyone, including people probably closest to Vaughn, would think, yeah, he's going to run through this. When you get that draw, you're like, oh, crap. Hopefully he drops to the guy that makes yes, the final, real. right? And then maybe. For him to go through and just – and the way he did it, he's just getting the legs and taking it from these guys. He's not winning in some weird gimmick way. It's like leg attack, finish, score. He had the sick head pinch, like – I think I said in this, uh, I forget if it was Miles or, I think Miles Amin afterwards was like, dude, I've never seen him hit a head pinch in his life. And he hit this was that huge... a chest wrap or a head pinch? I mean, obviously, it's semantics here, but I think it was a chest wrap. Okay. Maybe not. And now he's got the opportunity to beat last year's 61 kg world champion and uh, last Olympics um, silver medalist at 57. If he wins, like, crown him OW, king of Serbia, he owns King of Serbia. Hey, I didn't watch this match. I, I probably need to go back. How awesome was uh, Higuchi and Hartunian? I, I thought Higuchi kind of killed him. Am I wrong? Yeah. No, it's sixteen fourteen. Oh, that oh, was, was the first one. First no, it was, it was quarters. I got to go back and watch it because I I tried to. You know what? I watched all the American matches in the morning, and I would try to go back and watch any matches that I thought would be like exciting matches later. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but I did. I, I missed that one. Yeah, that one was wild. So he was up one zero. I'm trying to, I'm I'm scanning quickly through this. Oh yeah, here we go. Boom. Yeah, uh, you're right. It was a it was a chest wrap. Um, okay. Yeah, for for four. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a, what a path to go through, um, really. And yeah, he yeah. he did he did awesome, dude. He looks so like. Strong at the weight too. You think about the Olympics. Oh yeah. Apparently, like the Olympics. Well, one, he did have mono, but two, I think that whole year he was just holding fifty-seven, holding fifty-seven, and it like messed him up. Yeah. 
Whereas, like, and you've heard Gilman talk about this, like, not that this is maybe not the most timely example right now, but, like, that was big for him to, like, let himself be bigger instead of trying to hold within, like, you know, a couple pounds all the time. All year or whatever. So maybe that's the difference for Stevon. Because he looks huge. Yeah, it was good. Um, Uh, What what a great performance. Can we skip skip the 74 now? Because that was a lot of fun, too. All right, he's over this. Yes, it was. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm, I'm just playing with these brackets here, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this was so awesome also. All right, where do you want to go with 74? Well, 74, Sinikov had battles from the beginning. I I mean, he had to come back. He got bored by Kinshadze. He had to come back. Um, Dake had a bunch of really close matches. Yeah. Z- uh, Sabalov and Sidokov was fun. Um, yeah, there was just some really good wrestling. It, it really was. Uh, I I thought both guys looked honestly vulnerable, and this yeah. weight is pretty deep. But he, even still, they're like like Dake got up. What match did Dake get up really big? Kaipanov of Kazakhstan. Uh, yes, the Kazakhstan guy. He got up eight zero, and then like really seemed. Super fatigued at the end, one nine four, and then Takatani. That was kind of a scary match as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Takatani. I mean, he he was down four four and got a push out to win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was crazy. And then this Greek. Yeah, where'd he come from? I was just trying to look him up, but I think, I guess Greece. Uh, he's an age level world medalist, but he's still young. Mm-hmm. And obviously would not expect him to beat Big Sulk, you know? Bro, like he, he beat yeah. he beat Cotty too, right? Isn't yeah. that the guy that yeah. beat Cotty? He beat Cotty sure. and Sulk. Um, uh, UWW website, has, I can't find the The search feature doesn't work anymore because I'm trying, to, I'm trying to search these athletes. Uh, speaking of the guy at 97, he beat Galage 13-8. So he's the real deal, Bubba. So maybe he takes out Sedge live in an hour. He, he might. Uh, where did he it. beat Galage 13-8? Uh, Asians. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so and, uh, no, that's 74, that first round, Cotty versus uh, the Greek. That guy, that, that dude came out of Norwich. I never heard of him. Uh, he's mm-hmm. really tough. He is tough. He's good. And so we have Dake Sidikov. Neither are, you know, they, they both did what they had to do to make it, um, to make it to this point. I mean, it's crazy that Chimi- that Dake did not face Chimizo or Cotty to make this final. And yet, Who Chimizo was- lose to again? Uh, Sal? Greek, right? No, no, oh. he, no, you might be right. Hold on, I'm. I got Wait, the. Who did bracket. he lose to? It was early. It was really early, right? Early, yeah. Hold on. He oh, he lost. He lost to Takatani. Takatani looked great. Chimizo, yes, he did. Big Soul, Caddy, Dake were all on the side of the bracket and mm-hmm. did not hit each other. Yeah, kind of wild, unthinkable that that would happen. But Dake looks poised to. I feel, I'll say this, because we talk a lot about this matchup going in, and while Dake has, hasn't looked like, oh my gosh, he's killing everyone, Gamer. I feel just as well, I feel better about it than I did a week ago. Really? Uh, yeah. I, why? Because, well, uh... A couple things. Like, if you, well, if you told me, let me, if you told me he had to get a push-up point to beat Takatani, I would have said, what's wrong with him? Agreed. Um, yeah. I, I don't think Sidikov has looked as good as we've seen him. I think Dake is 100% was dealing with the impacts of a weigh-in. Uh, and that okay. will be improved, Fair. I believe. He's going to have so much yep. time. He made weight hours ago. And he's not going to wrestle for a few more hours. So 
I, I think that will not be as much of a thing. Yeah. Now, Sidikov is so, so good, and Dake has been – guys have been getting to his legs a lot, and that does make me a little concerned, even though Dake is crazy when you're on his legs. But I, I feel a little better about it than I did a week ago, so I'll say that. While both of these guys have looked shaky, they're both, in my opinion, the definition of gamers where yes. it's mm-hmm. like they're, they're going to show up no matter – what level of opponent is wrestling and if the, in the world finals they're going to be wrestling as close to their peak as they can yeah so yeah. It, it's going to be a great match it, it is yeah. and so hey for for you all listening live one thank you two <laughs> this I'm, I'm gonna get, i'm gonna break it down for y'all when all this is gonna start so the semi round is gonna start at 10 45 eastern Time. But what if they go ahead of schedule like the other day? They're not going to this time. Um, <laughs> that never happens. How does, that, how does that happen? I missed a. Oh, I missed Vito because of that. Yeah, that was bad. And then finals are at 12 p.m. Eastern. So I'm not sure the exact order they'll 74 do. 74 is last. Really? Yes. Oh, fire. So Dake Sidikov is going to be the last match. So that's probably be like 1.30 Eastern. They'll take the mat would be my estimation. So you've got time, got four and a half hours before they wrestle. Uh, but make sure if you're working, you know, sneak out. Maybe start smoking, you know. Say, I told my I told my kid yesterday at practice, Christian, I said, listen, if you guys are real great Americans, you're going to skip school and watch the world today. Yeah, and smoke. I don't know about smoking. Yeah, I mean. Skipping school and watching the world is great. <laughs> probably. Probably. Should. Um, speaking of smoking, Musa Kayef is on fire. Oh, this baby. man is so he he beats Odaguru but it was by fall. I got confused Yeah, that that you got I listen, that same thing happened to me uh because you were probably watching multiple screens which is what I was doing. Yes. And I saw the action and it looked like four and then out of bounds is what it looked like and then all of a sudden they were raising Musakai's hand and I said, "What the hell happened?" And I had to rewind and I realized that the ref didn't say out of bounds, he said pin. Yep. Odaguru I, was flat. In the zone. He was flat. I sure. also felt like there was a delay in bringing them back to center that confused me, too. I thought they were looking yeah. at something, so I know what was happening. But anyway, yeah. Musakayev wins, and then he beats the Russian. And now he, it's going to be Musakayev versus Amazad in a semifinal. And for America, we want Amazad to win to pull in Nick Lee. And then Nick Lee would um, have a little bit of work to do for bronze, for sure. Yeah. That, oh, the Oda Gruner thing was, uh, I don't know why he went flat there. That was kind of weird that he, because, you know, uh, Muskayev was like lower on his, he wasn't up on the chest. He was kind of down in the stomach, and he should have really been able to keep his shoulder up. I don't know what was going on. Yep. Uh, okay, so that was that was crazy, and we're, we're to, to, I think Ben, or no, JD's earlier point, Team USA has really wrestled fantastically well, and including... For sure, Nick Lee. So, how about that Jalalov match? That was nonsense. Jalalov. We gotta, we gotta fix the injury time. Nick Lee and Jalalov, where the guy took like seven injury yeah, times in the second the period, he kept he, faking he, that back injury. Yeah, very, very weak performance by him. Um, but it kind of kept him in the match, right? Because he was gassed and he kept taking these bullcrap injury times, and it kept him in the match to the point where he almost he had a chance to win. Right? If he got taken on the end, he wins the match, and then we're like, this is awful. Like mm-hmm. there have guys, there has to be injury time or some type of penalty for taking 
maybe give them one for free. But after that, I don't know. Caution one, do something. Yes. Uh, man, not not even in the same breath of a disaster um, compared to. Oh, that Aliyev match, Aliyev, Aliyev and Tumor Ochir, bro, that was so bad. That's well, just... it's the grounded thing, but also that dumb Mongolian coach. It was so obvious that Ochir stepped out of bounds. Like, why did they challenge that one? I don't know. I because Aliyev sort of stands up at the end. Also, how dumb is it that you can ground yourself back completely out of bounds for no penalty, and a guy can try to score on you? That's it's so bad. And so all th- here's here's Aliyev's points. He scores a, a step out point. <laughs> Backing completely out of bounds, and the guy tries yes. to run behind him and gets this. He yes. gets a failed challenge point and a single grab point. Just and the single grab wasn't even a single grab. The guy was posting like here, Christian, and he kind of like got caught right there. He did it twice in like literally seven seconds. Bro- yeah, bro- I know you said, but I think it was. I think uh, you know, Leah probably got a loose singlet just so he can get that single. <laughs> Swing that thumb in there once in a while. Wouldn't surprise me. I thought it was sort of a shameful performance from Aliyev. Oh, shameful. He tried to hurt him, too. Uh, Aliyev tried to hurt him with that. What do you call that move where you kind of like take the overhook? It's not like a move we practice. John Jones did it to someone in a fight, but it's pretty rare that you actually see it. Because obviously all all the other guys do is like jam their arm back in. But yeah, if you get them caught and you're bending their elbow up. Yeah, he was only trying to hurt him. That's not a move. Yeah, um, some type of elbow lock or, or something. That, yeah. like that. that it was very shameful. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Reminds me of the uh, or- Orlando Sanchez Sean Strickland. I don't know if you remember that they had a little dust up. Over- oh yes, Orlando- I do remember that. Orlando is now tragically dead. Um, but that was that was shameful by was, Orlando. Yeah, I guess he shouldn't have done that. Uh, no, you can't just try to hurt people in practice for no reason. Yeah, probably not. Not not a good idea. Okay. Key lock? I don't think it's a key lock. No, it's not a key lock. It's some I type don't of elbow lock. Yeah. Key lock is when you grab here and here and you it, I mean you, it is like a the same motion, of thing. course. Yeah. Um Okay. So quick rundown. Fifty seven. Zane Richards did not place, did not medal, did not qualify. Uh so yeah. we're we're gonna be fighting there. Vito Ruggio, great American champion. 65, Nick Lee, we're rooting for Amazad to win in the final to get pulled back in. 70, Great American, Zane Rutherford, world champion. 74, Dake Sidikoff in a couple hours for the the title. 79, Chance DNP'd. Not, not, you know, I thought we had a good, I thought we had a chance to medal there and not the case, unfortunately. 86, David Taylor, uh, incredible champion, Pins Yazdani. Yes. 97, we're in trouble. We need Sajalayev to lose. Let's to go pulled, Taz. To get pulled back in. And then we'll have to beat Sajalayev to medal. Hey! Hi. And the last one, we didn't even talk about Mason Paris. Awesome. Outstanding performance. He battled hard. Had a close lo- close loss to... So uh, close. Gino. Oh my god, what George's name? Gijo Petrovili, yes. Gijo, yeah. uh, Petriashvili. That was terrible. Yeah. Um... I thought Mason looked great, and you guys were skeptical of him being able to place. He put it Ooh, on the Russian in the third place don't, match. Don't or? you put that on me? What did don't I you put words in my mouth? What did I say? You I did. Go back, rewind it. You guys are skeptical of his ability. Is this like when you said when you totally forgot why you said Brock Hardy is good? 
Rock Hardy is good. I don't deny that. That was, that was a correct. No one's correct. bad at it. You guys were skeptical. Let's go, Mason Paris. Uh well, probably before we had his draw too. He got a great draw. Like he if he, how about if, that dang match? If he ends up, bro. Yeah, he was also one second away from. <laughs> if he doesn't wrestle, that was that wild position, though because he, he kind of kicked his butt the whole match. Dude, Dang does that. He did literally did that to Gwiz. He just waits five and a half minutes, and then he's like, "All right, I'll does spring nothing. my four. I'll spring my four point trap now, and uh, I'll do one move and maybe win the match." And he darn near did. But yeah, Mason wrestled freaking awesome, uh, and yeah, he could have won that match. I thought Gino really just showed a lot. Of, so I'm curious for your thoughts, Ben. Um, yeah, because on the 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 final exchange that ultimately won it for Gino. Gino's really good at getting extended and pulling it in. Pulling and it in, yeah. I felt like it wasn't really Mason going for the, the head pinch, chest wrap thing. It was more Force he had pulled him up to where he had sat outside, and then like it was either go over or try this, and I think he yes. just tried it. That was my read. Was it your thought? Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I think the one before it, I know it happened at least once. I think it was the – but um, you know the one thing Mason did poorly, and I'm sure he's going to go back and see this, is um, – when he's stretched out, is he he allows um, Gino to drive him straight towards the out of bounds, yeah. which is an issue, right? You you can't make yourself perpendicular to the out of bounds because you know they're going to pull up at the last minute and then you're going to give up a point there. You need to you know circle obviously in the the direction opposite of the leg they have if it's the head inside. Um, really circle that off the edge, and that's going to really really help you a lot. But yeah, Gino is good at pulling it in, um, but Gino. Uh, and I, I mean, you guys have been saying this. Zare freaking smash oh in the gosh. finals, and Ten it was step almost outs? really all, all pushouts. It was all pushouts, bro. That's 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 a blue collar dub. <laughs> Jeez, what in the, the world finals? Yeah. So it was. Let's see, push out, push out, push out. Oh, no, there's a there's a stalling point, and then the one push out was uh, the only takedown he got was when Gino tried wizard kicking, and he got a takedown off of. It was going to be a push out, and he wizard kicked him, and then he got free. But he got freaking was it eight push outs besides that? Yeah, freaking. Oh my god, Mason almost gutted Gino too. I thought he was going to get. Oh it. yeah, it was really close after his like double leg takedown. To me, that was just an experience thing. If those two wrestle again in, in Paris next year, like I'm taking Mason in Paris. Dang, I think because Mason in Paris. You see what I did there? I loved it. <laughs> like a, a more experienced, we've seen Mason make such improvements yeah. throughout his entire career. Agreed. Another year of an improvement and experience and knowing when to attack, when not to, when to overextend yourself. I, I think, I think you can get him. Yeah, he, dude, him, uh, him doing the kind of Yanni uh, tightrope walk on that step out thing, where like, oh yeah, Gino was walking him out and he pivoted right back in at the last second, and Gino stepped out. So he got the point plus the failed challenge. I was feeling pretty good then. That was huge. I was but then also. Gino immediately gets a takedown after that. I was like, oh, crap. This guy's like kind of a heart of a champion for it's sure. It's also, also um, easy to feel great for Mason here. He gets strung along this entire summer. Is he even going to be on yeah. the team? Yes. Last second, he gets confirmation he's on the team. Goes and brings home a world Man. medal. Qualifies to wait. And then, you know, gets to sit at Olympic trials. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of want to not talk about Gable because he just made the decision to not do this, which is it's his decision, whatever. 
but him versus Zare, that's the match. We kind of said this a while ago. Remember when they did it at the ballpark, the Battle of the Ballpark, or whatever yeah. that was? Mm-hmm. Like He's, that's the match. Gable versus Zare is the match. He said, "Tell Zare I'm pulling up," and then neither pulled up. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. He, he's man, Mason is is not far off. And it, what's interesting, it's like, look at these. Zare is young for sure, but Gino and Taha, like, are they done after 24? What does heavyweight look like? When those yeah. two are out of the picture, and it, it could be, Ma- Mason has a great shot at at meddling at the Olympics now. I mean, well, you have to say, do, that I, if do you... Iranians ever transfer? Because the the czar is the world champ, but that dude that's a U twenty guy, Masumi. he's a beast. Masumi may be the biggest threat to knock off Zari right now. He's but, good. He's really. But good. I don't know. See, if you're Iran, and this is what people would like in America, some of them like just just say, Ooh. hey, Zari. Hey, just put the, he's on the team now. Just keep Zari on the team. He just won worlds. But Iran probably literally does think that way. Like, all right, he just did it. He kind of killed everyone. Like, for Masumi to get yeah. on this team, I don't know what he would have to do to prove he he's the best option. Because um, with Zare, you can even say he never even got his chance against Gable either. It's not like he's lost to Gable. If Gable even comes back, which try and predict him, no way. But I'm just saying, like, if, there, if it does look like Gable's coming back, he, that even that can't be factored in because he wasn't there. Yeah. So I like it. Um, I, I like Mason's chances to make the team. He's sitting out to the in the Olympic trials finals now. Yeah. And it's a big help. You know, we'll see. I mean, if Gable comes through, then all right, different. different so story. hey, uh, Iranian has never transferred, correct? So that I'm, probably, I'm sure not. I mean, maybe, but it's it's not like a thing. Kind of thing. And yeah, you can't trans- mean, and you can't just transfer in a you can't just transfer go worlds this year and then Olympics. Yeah. It's yeah. like there you have to sit out for a period of time too. Yeah. Dang. Dang, right? Uh okay. Yeah. What Hey, Worlds is fun. I you know what I was thinking about this morning, I was kinda of sad about a little bit. This is so much fun to watch. And I kind of like regrettably and like when you come on dog me, I'm like, <laughs> I just don't get to watch that much international wrestling because a lot of these guys just they just don't compete a lot, you know. Yeah. Um, but then I was thinking like in say a tennis or a golf, like the best guys in the world are competing very regularly. I wish, I mean, it doesn't have to be 15 times a year. It doesn't. But if we got to see, and it doesn't have to be all of the best guys. But we, if we got to see a decent chunk of the best guys compete. I don't know, every other month, six times a year. That would be so awesome. Yeah. That would really help. That would really help the sport of wrestling a lot. Like, because who am I going to tune in to watch? The best guys in the world. That's who. And obviously, I, I watch all American matches, but then, you know, I'll watch it Oda Guru or, uh, you know, Musikaya. the Mega Medoff. Like, there's a lot of fun dudes to watch wrestle, but we don't ever get to see them. No, it's tough. And then the fact that you've got to wake up at the wee hours in the morning to watch them, that's a big obstacle. Um, man, I feel like there's so much potential for growth in America for international wrestling, but we gotta get some tournaments freaking here, or at least in our time zones. Yes, yes, at least um, our time zone. It's you would think America would have enough pull internationally to get some. We don't even get cadet worlds here. We don't get nothing. Junior worlds, U23 seniors. We haven't had seniors since 2015. Um, 
we're, we're going to get the Olympics, just but that nothing to do with like a UWW decision. Yeah. That's but even, yeah. even the ranking series, that it's just the best guys just don't show up. I mean, and so yeah. I know obviously golf or tennis, it's a monetary thing, right? They pay them. They that's how they make their money. Or the sponsors encourage them to go. Something to that effect. But yeah, man, it would be so nice to watch these guys compete on a semi-frequent basis. Would love it. Uh, it is. It is unfortunate because they're so freaking fun. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, it's, it's there's a lot of challenges involved. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's other things too. But mm-hmm. all right, what else do you want to talk it's, about? It's hard not to start already, kind of looking at Olympic trials brackets, too, and yeah. where guys are going to go. Ben, do you know about the crazy situation we might get at 57? For no, the what Pan is Am's it? Qualifier? Well, you know. What? So because Zane did not qualify the weight. There can be a guy's competition to wrestle him off for that spot. Oh, yeah. Um, I forget exactly off the top of my head all the Were the Pan Ams or something? Yes, for the Pan Am Olympic qualifier, not the, the Pan Am championships. But I believe Dayton, Thomas, and Vito can all request to wrestle him off. And so if they do, they will have their own little bracket with the winner getting Zane Richards to earn that spot to try and qualify the uh, way. What qualifies them to do that? What is it? It was world medalist, I want to say, but um, I have to go okay. double-check myself yeah. on that. So or any world medalist competition. I mean, and you would think, obviously, that... So it's tough because that's relatively close to the Olympic trials, but you'd also think, like, hey, if I don't qualify the spot... If I don't qualify the spot, I might not get to go to the Olympics, and I feel myself to be the best qualified to qualify the spot, so therefore I want to be there. So you think they have a high desire to be there. And also, you're, you're going to have, I mean, Roman Bravo Young is going to be in that bracket. Like, we're going to have to beat some good dudes to qualify that way. Cuba's probably going to have Can we kidnap him, too? Well, he already lives here, so I don't know where we're going to put him. But uh, I know where he is. He's in State College somewhere. Let's go find him. You can kidnap him all you want, but he's not going to wear a USA singlet. <laughs> so no, no, we make him. That's the deal. When you kidnap people, then they're in your control. So we put a USA singlet on him, and we're good to go. What? If Sedgelayev wins this next match, Jaden can challenge Snyder as well. Oh, for the Pan Am spot. That's a good point by Michael Joseph. Uh, yes, he could. Willie, I don't know. It's any world medalist from 2019 to 2023. At any weight. 19 to 2023? Mm-hmm. Joe Cologne could challenge. Or um, he was 18. He was 18. He was 18. Yeah, dang. That, that's a wild scenario. But so because... Okay, so the let me... The, the, the top five qualifiers. That's why they wrestle in the fifth place spot. Then there's two from each uh, continental, which is eight, right? Because the Africans and, and Oceania, Australia go together. Mm-hmm. Then there's the Euros, the Asians, the Pan Ams. That's, that's 13. And then the last tournament has two or three spots because that would be that would be three unqualified three. spots. They're doing top three now at the last yes. chance, which will be in May of 2024. Which is probably a better way to do it because that top two and someone is like on the wrong side of the bracket. It's kind of crappy. Yeah, it definitely can be. Uh, okay. Also, so that's 57, 65. If Nick Lee doesn't qualify, Yanni could challenge. And Zane could challenge. Mm-hmm. You guys really has Zane said he's going down? He looks so big to me. I heard he's going down. God, he looks big. It's gonna be brutal. Yeah, 
Brutal, brutal. Um, Shades of James Green. It's sad. It's, it's such a bummer. Like just and and the more you hear about like how they come up with the weights, it's just so arbitrary. It wasn't like scientific at all. It's like, bro, just no, the, not at all. The, the whimsical decisions, like, and it it would hurt someone, right? If you're if you make seventy the weight, that hurts like the sixty fives for sure. I'm not saying yeah. that, but it is sort of arbitrary. Of course, that uh, you know, Z- Zane probably won't be an Olympic champion or even an Olympic team member just because of how big he is. Um, yeah, but you never know. There's there's not a lot of examples of guys figuring out the brutal weight cut. We know so many have tried it, but who's really done it? And with the and new weight, successfully handles, nobody. It, it with the new every single time. It just doesn't. Have, I mean, Ray Higuchi for Japan is is looking like an example. Stefan Micic for Serbia, but um, you know, navigating the Olympic trials. But, uh, and, so when you say uh, when you say example, so what I'm thinking of is someone who's had. A ton of success at the non-Olympic weight, but almost no success at the Olympic weight. So I was Higuchi and Michis have had success at 57, yeah. whereas someone like James Green never had success at the weight below. Or like, uh, you know, a Seth Gross was much better, it's domestic, right, but much better at 61 than 57, for mm-hmm. example. So some Vito. A v- Vito would be a good example. Way more success at 60. You know, the non-Olympic weight, they're just, they're just different, right? They're a different person. Mm-hmm. Non-Olympic weight, they're way more. Not, and now Zane Rutherford, obviously. Yeah, Rutherford for sure. But I do think he is just regular better, too, than he was in 2021. So oh, I am, yeah, for sure. I am curious. Uh, you got to figure but, he's, he dominates Nick Lee in the room right now. But, I mean, he's so much yeah. bigger, so. Yeah, um, there's. You'd have to figure that for sure. I mean, the other thing, Christian, to, to Zane point, this is, I mean, this is a great note for all youth wrestlers, mm-hmm. is that, uh, hey, I saw your smart-ass comment on my post also. I'm coming for you. Oh, what? <laughs> he said you're starting to call this drop-ins only. Uh, the post I made about how drop-ins are dumb and they're bad business and they're really, really bad for clubs, even though, like, knuckleheads like them, and you commented on it? Yeah, yeah. Were you taking like sleep medicine again? You just forgot you commented. No, I remember on your uh, <laughs> drop-ins, your drop-ins yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, I don't want you to talk about it because that's gonna be my idea. Uh, I'm gonna have a drop-ins only club. <laughs> it's okay. Listen, you described, you gave me the perfect uh, case study, the business plan. So, so Ben goes on this rant because apparently having drop-ins is is a bad thing because it's terrible. Uh, it, it actually is. But let my bit happen because he said two things. One, he gets asked about it all the time. So huge market for it. And two, it's the most expensive <laughs> option. So he gets asked about it all the time. It's the most expensive option. So it's like, yeah, maybe we won't be good. But it doesn't matter if you're good if you're just raking all these wrestling dollars. Uh, you're funny. Uh, that was funny. Like, now I got this. What the hell were we talking about before We're going to play a name Why? game at the beginning of every practice because we're never going to know these kids. <laughs> Honestly, that is my biggest pet peeve. So when that guy asked that question a couple weeks ago about like learning every kid's name, it the amount of like, oh, I'll work with this kid for like a couple weeks and then I won't see him for months. And he comes back, it's like, bro, it, it is like sort of frustrating. Like you, you put some time in, and he's like, oh, I quit now. <laughs> it's like crap. Yeah, it's really, it's really tough. Um, yeah, Dang it. we got distracted because I was I was gonna complain about something. Was it Nick Lee or Zane Rutherford making weight? Uh, I don't really remember. Oh, oh no, no, I was gonna say, uh, good note for youth wrestlers is that you know Zane probably was, and maybe, and honestly, maybe he wasn't because he was at Penn State, and they seem to do things a little differently. 
but when kids are spending so much time trying to make weight and you know they're like their life just sucks because they're sucked down all the time and they don't ever enjoy wrestling passion think about wrestling because they're just thinking about making weight it's such a negative effect and you don't see it at the beginning but over a longer period of time you can see it and i i would have to imagine penn state figured out a way to not make that the case with zane rutherford but um he has gotten way way better since he went up away class it's crazy to maybe weight class plays more into it, but I don't necessarily think so because he beat a guy in the finals this year that he lost to, right, yeah. previously. It's so crazy to see the arc of one of the all-time NCAA wrestling greats, one of the most dominant wrestlers ever, to one of the best in the country domestically, but not even, like, making world teams, right? Like, one of the top yeah. 30 uh-huh. best Three or four. of the current time era struggling to make the team not doing well internationally to now world champion automatic you know basically metal I don't well, want to say lock but in fairly dominant too I mean think about David Taylor David was the yep. most dominant in college and it took him 2014 to 2018 before he made a team so the, the next level, the next jump, just sometimes takes time for, for some of these guys. For sure, and David has jump levels too, but it's a little different when you're behind Jordan Burroughs and Kyle Day. Also not cutting weight was big for David also too. Yeah, that's, weight, true. Yeah. that's true. And he's talked about that too. Yeah. Dude, I feel like every wrestler that has a big cut always talks about just like, man, it's so great. It's like, it is all you think about. Every practice is about being smaller. It's not about getting better. And like when that's, yeah, obviously that is just not good for improvement um speaking of david taylor i kind of want to go back and have them give yanni or yanni yazdani the four points in that exchange just so i can see the rest of the match play out like that that was close too guys that was really close i I have seen it called the other way i lots of yeah yeah, when when the defensive wrestler is able to come back up on top and not stay on their back, I feel like that's generally when they don't give it to offense. And that was kind of what Yazdani was able to do. So going into that challenge, I was like, oh man, they, it's going to be five zero or whatever. What you know, he would get four plus the one. I watched quite a bit of international wrestling, and I was not sure what way they were con- sure. going to call. Cause there are a lot of times where I'm like, this guy obviously initiated the attack, but he takes him through, and they give him four for that guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, man. Hey, Ben, I, he just asked about it. Um, I don't know if he's here. But your boy Trey, he finished the video. It's up on the, it's oh, up really? on the site now. He <laughs> wanted to come on, come in uh, and promote it, but I don't know if he's here. You know those guys. Oh, here he comes. Hold on. Here he comes. I'm going to give him the earpiece, actually. Come in, Trey. I see that flow walking in. This is Trey from Flow Grappling. Um, ben, OG Trey Robinson. Ben, explain explain your experience working with uh, with with Trey when he came into your club. Hold on, put this in your ear. Uh, well, what up, I, boys? I, what's up? I tried to help Trey, so he had a chance to get some of the high school kids at AWA, and uh, you know, I I did my damnedest, and it just didn't quite happen. <laughs> didn't quite happen. Hey, well, I missed the first part of that one. What? Well, you got to explain the whole premises, the yeah. premise of this video that you made. Yeah. Okay. So basically, it, I, w- I went behind enemy uh, behind enemy lines. All right. Me, a grappler, a jujitsu guy. I went to Ashburn Wrestling Academy and tried to figure out if I could survive. 
a high school wrestling <laughs> practice, all right? I was I was very well coached by Ben Askren. His brother Max was there also running the practice, you know. Had a bunch of tough kids, Connor Mirasola, Charlie Millard, Silas Daly, a bunch of other ranked dudes. And, we, you know, I got put to the test. I had to figure out if I could survive or not, <laughs> you know. And you guys got to watch the video. It drops. It's on Flow Grappling right now. It drops on the Flow Grappling YouTube at 10 o'clock. But I think I survived. I mean, here I am. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Ben? <laughs> There you are. Yeah, we'll say that much. They can check out the video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was a really fun time, though. It was a great time at uh, you and Max's club, but it was very mm -hmm. tough. I'm not going to lie. I, I got worked by these kids a lot. So, really, <laughs> this video is like if you want to watch me get beat up for like 10 minutes and like just have a mic on and say some funny things every now and then, I uh, I would recommend watching it for sure. So Yeah, it was fun. We had a good time. <laughs> yeah, we did. Well, it's 9.31. CP ran off. I think he might be going to get you got to make Trey watch the World Finals here. Oh, oh, you I've, been, I've been watching I was listening Worlds. next door. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. And, I, and let me say this. I think, you know, old CP here, he's been doubting Kyle Dake. That's all I've been hearing. Like, yes, oh, he I, don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Kyle Dake's look amazing, dude. He's going he's gonna to run the bracket. He's getting gold. Easy money for Dake. Bringing home the points for USA. Listen, we had a little mishap with Snyderman, alright? Whatever. We thought we had it locked. Oh, well. Kyle Dake's still coming through. This is going to be easy money, dude. See and you. CP, you're going to have some, you're going to have some answers. All right, on the next one after this, when Kyle Dake brings home gold, because all I've been hearing is how, oh, I don't know about Dake. I literally predicted him to win the world championship. It is <laughs> on the show sure from last week. Mm -hmm. See if I ever let you walk in this door yeah. again. I let you pump your content, and, and look at this. You turn your back. You just fuel I love Ben. It. Ben is the I can worst talk about Christian, and he can't even hear me right now. Yeah, yeah, say anything <laughs> you want, Not a great man. patriot. Christian's not a great patriot. Uh -uh. <laughs> nope. All right. I think me and Ben and JD, we might go start our own podcast uh, for people who support America and Kyle Dake. Uh, this we'll show see. is over. <laughs> hey, thir 13 minutes. Uh, semis starting Sajulayev, uh, the people's champ, Musakayev. And then right after that, metal matches. Baby Zahid and Dake Sitikov. It's going down. Thank you, guys. We'll see you then. Goodbye, Ben. Goodbye, Trey, especially. <laughs>